It's Friday, May 22nd, and you're listening to a brand new episode of The Julian Dion Show. On today's episode, we talk about selling out, plus a daily dose with Jen Grant, your comments, and more. We kick it off now with a brand new track from Lindsay Ferguson. Here's Siren. Sitting around on this old couch, strumming my guitar up here in this old farmhouse. I have so many questions, I don't know where to start. Don't know if I even want to go there. It's 2020 and there's just so much plastic filling up the sea, killing you, killing me. That six-letter word, it's become too common. Capital C doesn't surprise me. Can't be heard, I don't listen, nothing means a lot Sensory deprivation, over medication Can't hear right, see right, do wrong You take my joy, filling me up with great poison in my food Taking my innocence away Too many guns, they're not emptying themselves out Same hands, could've pulled me up instead about triggers even fireworks unexpected fear they even pop pills in your beer gotta be careful gotta be on top can't take a break can't think can't breathe can't stop happiness is just a word on the tip of my tongue climb another rung get rich get higher go bigger go better spend a thousand bucks on a sweater made in china made in taiwan made in india made with love I can't look into your eyes, won't get my hands dirty, but I help you spread your lies. What garden? Where does food come from? I live in cement, metal, glass, and iron. Why don't we do a take two? As, wait a minute, let's start again. Hello, hello. <laughs> Hi, this is Ron Vaudry. This is Alex Nussbaum. This is Jason Fraser. This is Matt O'Brien. Hey, this is Ray Zwicker. All right, world. My name is Cal Post. Guys, this is Christina Walkinshaw. This is Eddie Delaseppi. This is Adrian Spencer. Uh, my name is Timo. And you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. <laughs> Who am I talking to? What am yeah. I doing? <laughs> Julian Dion Comedy Hour? You're listening to the... Fuck some comedy <laughs> hour. See, I took the word out comedy. Changes the meaning completely, doesn't it? Dazing, <laughs> Not really, I'm overworking, but days in the holidays. Happy holidays. You're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour podcast. And aren't we all? Now broadcasting live and totally uncensored. Hey. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Wills. Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. 
Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour Podcast. <laughs> Show you and me below, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour. It's a show. It's okay. show we are live on a friday that's right it's friday oh jen grant is with us good morning uh, good morning and uh, wait up two three come on here we go at one um excuse me <laughs> me 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 <clears throat> vocal exercises no was that annoying or professional it was, I've heard more annoying things from you. Wow, what a way to <laughs> find out. Uh, good morning, it's Friday, May 22nd, 2020. Coming at you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gadnoa Hills. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Wakefield. Off the top, did you have your headphones on? I did. That was a brand new song by Wakefield's own Lindsay Ferguson. She, uh... That was incredible, actually. Great song. Oh, my God. That, I didn't hear it before. I wanted to... And if you didn't hear it, we'll play it at the end again. It was that good. I want to play it again at the end. It's a really good song. Um, so I replayed the Lindsay's song that she did here at the, at the place that we're at when uh, we did an interview for Wakefield Sessions in 2017. The infamous Wakefield Sessions I keep bringing up every day. If you're curious about it, go check it out. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. <laughs> um, she uh, And so I replayed the song, and then she emailed and said, Hey, I've got a brand new song out. It's not out yet. hasn't dropped. That's the lingo. It hasn't dropped. Can you spin it? <laughs> and so she sent it. V- vis-a-vis email 
And that was the first time I, I heard it too. And uh, oh my God, wasn't that amazing? Very good. Move. I was moving in here. I couldn't help. It was uh, that really blew my mind actually. Very good. Did not know what to expect, and so she sent a little note with it. She said that the song was written in a 200-year-old farmhouse at the base of the Swiss Alps, and which is pretty pertinent for the strange times we are living in. And it was just uh, her, this is what's crazy, it's just her and her guitar and just stream of consciousness. So she just wrote that kind of improv it, which is uh, insane. Anyway, the song is called Siren, and it will be available where uh, you get your music, on Spotify, on iTunes, wherever, ever you get it. I'm trying to think of other places, you know, where you get your music. Yeah. <laughs> Are you okay over there? Well, yes. I just don't know a lot of the places. Like, for me, it was a big deal to even go with Apple Music. <laughs> Right. I was so the used laugh. to it. It's true, though. It's embarrassing. That's why I laughed. But, um, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I always bought, I was buying CDs and singles for the yeah. longest time. I still will once in a while, even though it's so yeah. hard with all the streaming services. Out. It's right there. But I'll still I'll still uh, fork out the... D- I mean, it's just the whole model is, is changed. It's crazy. Spotify pays nothing. It's like 0.0043 cents per stream. It's like, what's the point? And meanwhile, they're giving Joe Rogan $100 million. Did you hear that? No. Joe Rogan is going exclusive, the Joe Rogan podcast on Spotify. It won't be available on Apple. It won't be available on YouTube. It won't be available anywhere. So Spotify is kind of uh, going... <clears throat> deep into the podcasting world they're investing all this money and he's the first and only one to sign an, an exclusivity wow. deal they're giving him a hundred million dollars to bring his podcast it was already available on spotify but there's they're starting a spotify vodcast mm-hmm. for video as well so and they're you can't just it's not like youtube where you can just go and, and right now and put it up they're testing it with some some youtube content creators some of the top people they're testing it but they signed a, an exclusive deal with joe rogan so if you're for those joe rogan experience uh fans out there spotify will be the only place it's available i would do that for 100 mil i would do anything They'd be like, hey your podcast will only be, be available on the moon here's 100 million dollars i'm like done where do i sign well how many people would turn down anything for 100 million not very many people already people are saying oh sell out i knew it you can't of course it, can someone not just uh, achieve success without being a sellout? I mean, and who would turn that down? Let's be real. Exactly. And also, who cares? I'm not above selling out. I would. I would. No, I will. I, there are lines for me. We've talked about this before. Did we on the podcast? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Like, for instance, if I don't believe. No, not on the podcast. Oh. I, you and I in real life. Oh. Well, this is real life, but you know what I mean. Aside from the podcast, like there are certain companies I would not do a commercial for. No matter how much they offered me. I will. If you're out there, companies, <laughs> evil companies, you have a ton of cash to offer, I'll do your commercial. No. I don't care. No, I don't. I, no, I, no, no. Pretty much. Except maybe uh, tobacco companies. Hmm. Even then. Well, <laughs> the price that's is such right. a... That is... No, that doesn't count what you just said because you know that it's illegal. There's no commercials for tobacco. So that... You're just saying yeah, that. Yeah, there are. Because, in, in magazines, you no, can be... No, they're a, not anymore. Really? No. Are, are magazines not a thing? Yeah, magazines are a thing, but you can't advertise cigarettes 
or no. tobacco in anywhere. Well, there you go. I just put myself on the line. I'm offering. If you guys want to start again and shift the industry and uh, <laughs> You're so bad. push the boundaries, well, I remember, I'm your spokesperson. Remember we saw that commercial with the guy rapping for uh, Walmart? It yeah. was so like uncomfortably embarrassing. He's like a grown man going... Hey, da 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 da, Walmart, boo boo, wee dee da da and it's like the whitest, most embarrassing rap you've ever seen, and it played during Christmas over and over and over and over. And I was like, if because we were going for a lot of co- commercial auditions at that time, right? And I said, uh, would you do that? Would you do that commercial? Would you be willing to do that? And you were like, with in a heartbeat. In a second, do you know like? Um... Oh, I did. Just notice you're smoking your yeah. Uh, Hi. Hi, kids. I'm Julian Dion, podcaster, <laughs> comedian, and person. Are you tired of breathing in clean air and looking uncool around your friends? Well, us here at DeMaurier have a solution for you. Oh DeMaurier King Size. Smoke that shit. I think it's a little more <laughs> than King Size, that one. Yeah. DeMaurier Emperor Size. Cigarettes. <laughs> now available on my website, juliandionisasellout.com. But I am richer than you. dot org. <laughs> uh, you know what bugs me is Spotify obviously has so much money. It's so obvious that all that money that used to go to artists is in their pockets, which then they just gave to Joe Rogan. I know people are were upset about that. Oh my God! Well, that's just so obviously. <laughs> well, the, the, the truth is, if they paid it, if they paid like decent money to artists, Spotify could not exist because they pay. They pay. Okay, fine. They, Who cares? No one. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's it. No, go. I want to um, hear it. No, no, it's just, uh, you know, because they, they do pay, but obviously they have tons of dough if they can offer a $100 million contract to Joe Rogan. But, uh, um, hey, musicians, are you tired of your music not selling? DeMaurier, get into it. <laughs> Smoke your problems away. Oh, my God. Breathe in that disgusting chemicals. <laughs> oh, my God. Monique, uh, Monique said, sorry, but smoking is not you, LOL. <laughs> no, it isn't. And smoking is, don't smoke, obviously. This is a, jo- a joke. I'm joking. Don't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if unless you're you're a DeMaurier rep out there and you're like, oh, we could use this guy. <laughs> oh, God. Then hit me up. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, uh, you know, people struggle for so long and then it's like, sell out. Okay, like tobacco company aside. I'm trying to think of a company that I would refuse to do a commercial. So would you do a McDonald's commercial? No. No? No. 25 grand in your pocket. No, I wouldn't. A day on set, and you just have to chomp into a quarter pounder with cheese and go, mmm. Honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because A, I would not eat that. B, that's promoting factory farming. Uh, but I don't think you're See, changing people's mind. I don't think there's some health conscious yeah, person out there going, I need oh shit, f- Jen Grant is, is uh, eating a cord. I, I need to feel proud uh, when I put my head down on let's the go pillow. To the, no. Let's go to the get, kids. We're going no. to McDonald's. No, it's one thing. Like, it's one thing to go if you absolutely listen. I get sometimes the only thing you can eat is McDonald's. Okay. I've been on the road and like in really small towns and I have to have, but. It's another thing to be endorsing it and saying, yes, this is okay. And I do think that McDonald's maybe at one point wasn't so bad. But right, as far as I know, McDonald's is factory farming. And I am not comfortable representing that. How about A&W? A&W, I feel like I would. Ah, now see. 
I feel like I would, but I'm answering that question not knowing all of the facts, okay? That's but the thing. They, they really plugged, oh, no antibiotics. So everyone's like, oh, this amazing company, but they're a huge contributor are, to global warming and all that stuff. I mean, they're not. No, it's true, but they're better. Like They're they have, still factory farming. They're not going to little organic farms and hand No, actually, ca- they do. They they get their, they source their uh, meat from a better um, Better, but I would like to see what it that looks sus- like. I know, but it, I, I agree. That's why I said, like, if if I if I think I know what I know, well, you know what I mean. From yeah. what I know, it seems extraordinarily better, actually, than any other fast food chain. Like the posters on their walls, I'm sure that as a big chain, they can't just put stuff that doesn't. It, like it says, from sustainable farms and no hormones. And I all would that. love to see the farms that yeah, that true. they uh, y- y- to the naked eye. I'm sure you're like. Oh, that's a factory farm. Yeah. No, 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 no. But they, uh, like, I'm sure it looks, and I'm sure they just take, like, oh, there's no antibiotics. There's probably other shit in them. I'm yeah. sure they just take, like, they have teams of corporate lawyers yeah. that just, okay, there's this, we can use no antibiotics because if you really, they, yes, no antibiotics. So then they, yeah. they go, no antibiotics in their meat, and then they throw a picture up of a nice farm with, you know, uh, big pastures and, uh, you know, I, out of all of them, I do. I. Uh, I mean, I eat A and W when we're on the road because uh, yeah. because of that, it works. It's but it's mostly marketing, and yeah. and I would love to just see where McDonald's get their gets their meat and where A and W gets their meat. Yeah, just an aerial view of both of those places, and I'm sure you can't even tell the difference. Let me ask you this: if Go you ahead. if you couldn't tell the difference and both were absolutely terrible, and you you personally did the investigation. Would you still feel comfortable eating at A&W? Yes, because there's no antibiotics in the meat. <laughs> uh, no, and, but and by the way, I've I have auditioned for McDonald's commercials, so that just shows you, like I've done it. I've been in uh, like biting down on a cheeseburger and spitting out uh, an actual cheeseburger in the audition. Yeah. Oh, really? They had real cheeseburgers in the audition. Yeah, it was for. Um, I can't remember what it was for. And did you actually eat it? Did you swallow it or did you Take, spit it out? Um, I swallowed it. They, uh, no, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. But they were there. There were tons of, tons of cheeseburgers, all cold. And uh, I took a bite. I think I swallowed it. And I think <laughs> I felt like a dirt bag. I'm, I think, because I, I ate it and swallowed it. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure everybody else spits it out, <laughs> but I'm just, I don't care. And I, I remember feeling, um, like they were judging me. Like, oh, why is he eating it? <laughs> like, thanks for the lunch, guys. They're like, that's been there since 9 a.m. Starving it's artist. 4 p.m. But anyway, this whole selling out thing, it's like, you know, Larry the Cable Guy is a famous one in comedy because he used to be like a comics comic, like a real thinker. You okay? Oh, <laughs> of course. I, push, I push the microphone away. Uh, all I hear is like, boom, boom, the mic, then... It's okay. I blow my nose right on camera. <laughs> and anyway, his... I don't remember... Let, let me... Dan something. Yeah, I'm going to... His name is... Just for people who don't know, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Larry the Cable Guy's real name. Hold on. It's Dan. <laughs> Excuse me. It is Dan Whitney. That's right. Daniel Lawrence Whitney, he doesn't have a southern accent. He's he he just has a regular general American accent. His name is Dan Whitney, and he used to be 
like comics would go watch him because he was had all these great bits and and then he started the Larry the Cable Guy character in like five minutes chunked. He would just do it was a bit. Then someone said you should do a whole set like that, and he did, and he became Larry the Cable. Get it in. And is worth a gajillion dollars. Mm -hmm. And people are like, oh, what a sellout piece of shit. I'm like, I would do that in a second. Like, mm -hmm. give me a voice and a character and I'll dance and go sell out stadiums and and then um, it would wipe my ass with $100 bills after. I mean, I, I don't care. Yeah, especially if like, you know, we don't know his motivation behind doing it. Not that it, we need to know, but if he's such a smart, you know, comic that was revered by, you know, back of the room comics that were really critical and and everything else maybe he's doing ironically maybe he's you know what i mean well it, that's giving him a lot of credit i think like it uh, is but the maybe whole, like 20 years he's like oh gotcha yeah but how many people like <clears throat> you know maybe maybe totally like like he's observed people his whole life like you're jules you're really good at impressions and a lot of comics um i think myself included i can say this we observe the world and then internalize it and then come out with stuff. So like you're really good at noticing really like minute things in behavior where you can really, you can do impressions. This guy obviously was around a lot of like, you know, uh, blue collar, uh, rednecky type guys and, and observed these guys. So he was able to mimic what they're like and, and I don't know how many people watch that character and think that's actually the guy. But they uh, must. Most. Really? Well, I'm sure there's some listeners right now that I surprised. What? That's not him? I guarantee you most people. Mm. I didn't know. For uh, Like I knew of Larry the Cable Guy for years until I think we played a club in Erie, Pennsylvania. Maybe that's I don't know when I found out, but I was a I was already a comic in the business and knew of Larry the Cable Guy, and I was like, that's not his real, like that's not who he is. Yeah. I I didn't know it was a character at all. Hmm. That says a lot about my level of intelligence. No, maybe, but. that's not that's not true. I mean, you do learn a lot. You know, I'm saying this, but I've been tw twenty plus years in the business. I know. You know what I mean? I'll see things different, but you were a newer comic then. You know, a lot of it. I remember the first time I saw a Canadian comic, Dave Hempstead, who used to play a character. Uh, but he's a very good comic. He used to, when he started out, he would do a, a character, uh, an American uh, cowboy type character. Billy and, Bob Joe Thornton or something? No, yeah, no, no, no. Well, no. it was something like that. Billy Bob Ch Taylor, I think. Right. And I remember seeing him. I was maybe two years into comedy and I was absolutely blown away because it was in Kingston at this at Yuck Yucks and he killed, like he blew the roof off. People were... People loved it, and he was so good at it that people really believed that he, and including me, I thought he was really an American guy. Meanwhile, I think he grew up somewhere outside of Toronto in Ontario, mm -hmm. and um, but you know he, credit to him, he yeah, he did the reverse. Yeah. He went from this crazy character that was yeah, working true. to then reinventing himself to himself, like become. Dave Hempstead, who's uh, and we all know, is a brilliant comic. And really good, yeah. One of the best doing it. He's so funny. Fuck, He's some very guys, smart. Some guys you watch, you're like, uh, how are you doing that? And I quit. Like, I don't He's know. So good. It's annoying. I saw him at a comedy festival. I can't remember if it was in Moncton or or right here on the the poster on the wall, the Cornwall Comedy Festival. He was headlining a a theater show that we were all on. Mm -hmm. Were you there? 
No. And no. Uh, he starts the set. He was doing, I don't know, 20, 20 minutes or something like that at the end. And it wasn't going great for the first seven or eight, nine minutes. And he goes, okay, what what the hell's going on here? And he kind of shook it off. Said that out like loud. addressed it? Yeah, he goes, all right, okay, I don't know what's happening here, but this is not what I do, and this is... And he just shook it off and then proceeded to blow the roof off the place. I was backstage watching him like, oh my God, that was really good. Because it's one thing to think to say that, but to actually say that in a big theater True. show and you're headlining, you are you already have the reputation of being a, a killer and people are there and, and a lot of the, uh, people are excited to see you and it's half of your set is like, well, all right, it's fine. And he physically like shook it off paced a couple times on stage and then was like all right and then ended up doing a little longer maybe a half hour total and it, he just blew the roof off the place and i was like okay that's pretty cool and that's where the skills come in after that many years right yeah. the, the balls the confidence and the presence on stage to be like calling the elephant out in the room because and and the only way that you can get that confident is after years of proving to yeah. yourself and knowing that you you know, it's sometimes it's the audience. Sometimes it's the circumstances. Sometimes you just have to call it out. Like, what is happening here? I know I'm better than this. I know that you you guys aren't doing enough. Something's up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am. Um, and yes. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. But yeah, this whole notion of selling out. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure I, I say that kind of in jest that, you know, no matter what, I would take the money because because you just struggle for so long, and then someone offers you an inhumane amount of money. You can't even imagine that. Just all of the stresses, all of the sleepless nights, all of the sacrifices are not only taken care of and and wiped away in one single swoop, but then you just have more money than you can ever want, or it just becomes it's now money's no object to go from struggling and poverty to just all of a sudden. For me, I'm like, I can't imagine. I'm not saying that's my situation. I mean, you know, we we do well with our lives and we've built good careers, but it took a long time. And I'm just saying if someone were to offer yeah. me six figures, yeah, a million bucks, yeah, yeah. where do you want me to What do you want me well, to do? I mean, it's so it's, it changes your life. Oh, for sure. And I could bring on the haters. You know, I could give two shits and... And so this notion of selling out, it's often people that will never, ever be in the position to sell out that criticize. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even selling out. I remember a couple of years ago, there was a Rolling Stones uh, were, they used a Rolling Stones song in a commercial and people were like, sellouts, I can't believe it. They don't need the money. True. But that's not necessarily the Stones. What happens is that the people that are fans when they were young are now in charge of making these commercials. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. someone who has a diehard Stones fan their whole life and now they're a, a director or producer and they're, or they're writing a commercial and putting it together and they oh, I, th- I love, there's such Stones fan. Let's put a Stones tune in there. You know, I'm now 54 years old and I'm in charge of this. Let's get it cleared. They get the rights, pay the stones, put it in the commercial. People are like, sellouts. Well, it's probably the person in charge that's just a Stones fan that's now in this position. Yeah. Anyway. No, it's true. And I mean, like, uh, there's a small, you know, handful of things I wouldn't feel comfortable endorsing. So I'm only saying that for the the purpose of this conversation, because I know that we live in a capitalist world and I know that, you know, we need to all do our part to, well, I think we need to do all, I'll do our part. And it does take, 
you know, all of us individuals together to change the world. Having said that, we do live in this world. So like Joe Rogan, for instance, he's worked hard his whole career, developed this following and Spotify, uh, Spotify comes up to him and says, you know, we're going to give you this many million dollars. If he turns it down, it's not going to change the whole system, right? Yeah. What's he going to do? No, divvy that up amongst all of the artists that are on your platform. Like, how could you possibly do that? And yeah, so no, you sign it and you go, thank you, and put that in the bank, and you're a hundred millionaire. Or you do, and you also do something good with the money. I was going to say because. If you get all that money, there's a lot of power in having a lot of money. So you can actually make some change by, you know, and he's a, yeah. he seems to me like a principled guy on some level, right? Like, I don't Yeah, think- he's great. I mean, uh, people <clears throat> people that don't like him is because they listen to a podcast where he, he will, because he's kind of malleable if he interviews a super conservative person. Uh, he, he just, he's, he, he's very, he's like a chameleon, chameleon. Yeah. Chameleon. Chameleon. So his guests, he never fights with the guests. He always has this childlike, uh, naivete where he'll just ask all these questions. And so people will get on board and go, I like this guy. Then he'll interview some, some, some right wing person conservative. And he's got the same approach. People are like, what the fuck? He's a right wing asshole. Then he interviews a left wing person with the same questions and same kind of respect. And people on the right go, well, he just interviewed our guy and we liked him. What's he interviewing? So, so people that, that can't uh, kind of have an open mind on both sides, uh, will pick and choose and either like him or dislike him. I, I think he's he's great what he does. He just um, but again, people are angry because some some people that don't like him is because they go they get, he gives a platform because he's the number one podcast by by a mile, a hundred and twenty million downloads a week. Can you imagine wow. that? Wow. So, you know that's a lot of power, and and so people are like, why is he giving a platform to these people? Uh, he, he's giving a platform to anybody, they, and he's curious about where people come from and why, how do they get to these philosophies? And he, I think he's great. He's obviously doing something right. Yeah, and he's so like just a genuine guy that has questions, and and he will push back too on certain things, and um, yeah. It's, uh, I feel like obviously when somebody's that successful, there's always going to be people that criticize you. Like, oh, for sure. I mean, I'm sure that if you look right now on YouTube at a Beatles video or song, there's people there's, with putting thumbs, thumbs down. down. Yep, yeah. totally. And like people saying, and I remember uh, we we had a ro- we had a roommate, and um, she said uh, the Beatles suck, and I'm like, you aren't like to me, you're not. You can say I'd, I'm not a huge fan of yeah. the Beatles, but I recognize, you know, but you can't say they suck. They can't. They don't, no matter what. No matter if you despise their music, they do not suck. They're, I mean, they're the f- Beatles. Yeah. They're the Beatles of music. <laughs> you know, like they're the Beatles. They're yeah. the standard of everything. Yeah. Anyway, uh, would you do a, a alcohol commercial? Uh, it kills lives. It kills drink driving. It kills people. It destroys families. It kills drink driving. You know what I'm saying. Don't e- don't don't nitpick. You know what I'm saying. Um, it, it uh, breaks up families. Uh, people drink it and get abusive. Uh, people die from it. I think I would only endorse like Fireball or like whiskey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god. Rye, you know, because rye is known for causing violence. Um. That is a very good question. 
I think it would depend on the alcohol. Like if it was wine or a beer commercial, yeah, I would. Do you not think wine ruins lives? Yeah, it probably or doesn't it, ruin lives. It does, but I don't think it's a weapon in itself. I think that if it's misused, it can. But um, you know, no, I I don't like the thing is like for instance, Tom, so McDonald's no booze companies, yes. Well, I think it would it would depend on the situation. But I'm not saying a flat out no, because for instance, um, Tom Green has a, a beer with bows. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to having a beer with my face on it. Okay. What about you? No, I told you I'm very much a whore when it comes <laughs> to money. I mean, what whatever you want to offer me, if it's, I mean, it, it's got to be a lot of money. If you're going to be like, hey, uh, you know, sell this and we'll give you six hundred bucks. I mean, no. But if it's a life changing amount of money. Life-changing amount of money. I I'm I'm struggling to find anything that I would that w- I would s- turn down. Well, I d- I do drink. I have I don't drink excessively, but I do drink, <coughs> and so that's why I would I would put my face on it because I think that it's possible to drink and still be healthy. What about whereas a- I don't think you I don't just think it. I it's not possible to be healthy and smoke cigarettes. Right. As I cough. What about a gambling VLTs or something, a commercial no. for that? No? No. Absolutely not. A hundred million dollars, you do this no. online video poker no. commercial. Oh, online poker? I don't know. I don't well, know it's gambling. All. People lose a lot of money on online poker and it ruins lives too. At least poker's a game though. VLTs, you're just kind of pressing it's a, a game. button. It's still a game. Yeah, but you're just pressing a button. There's no, like, zero skill involved. I'm finding your line very interesting. You're like, gambling, no. Well, if it's a game gambling, yes. If it's not a game, just a button-pushing gambling, no. Interesting. What do you guys think? Oh, Lee, <laughs> there's people asking questions now. <laughs> Lee Cormier, would you do a commercial for a strip club, 25K? 25K, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's uh, not a life. Uh, 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 uh. It's not a life changing amount. Well, amount of money, but yep, bring it on. Uh, bada no, bings. No, no. Hey guys, welcome to Bada Bings. Come on out. We've got. Yeah, uh, you're saying that because we're watching Sopranos. <laughs> well, because I couldn't think of a strip club na- name. Uh, Angie's Bar and Grill open seven days a week, twenty four sixty five. Oh my god. I, yeah, but would you? Here's a question. Would you go? Would you go to? Do you? Do you think it's good to support? Do you think it's good that strip clubs are around? Why not? I don't go to them, but why not? And it's not like to the commercial they're going to be like, okay, uh, uh, to, you're going to be taking a lap dance from this woman. Uh, y- yes, I would do. The question is if I would do it. I feel like we're eating the uh, would you for, or eating, playing the, uh, <laughs> hey, would you eat a shit sandwich for a million bucks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would actually. Yeah. With bread, depending on the bread. I think it's Sourdough. an interesting topic, though, because a lot of people here are also voicing, like PM says, I would do commercial for anything as long as it is something I use or consume myself, which is what I just said. So you don't go to the strip. But yeah, but Julian's already said that he's um, he's very, he'll almost do anything for money, which is not saying much. Again, but, life-changing money. I, w- I wouldn't, well, and... In this case, 25K for a stripper commercial. Uh, a stripper commercial. <laughs> hey, get your strippers now. 
Strippers, strippers, strippers. But no, I would I would do that for 25k, but for life-changing money like millions of dollars like an endorsement deal or like a or, or like a spokesperson for something that will change your life, like six figures plus. It's interesting. Absolutely do pretty much anything. It's interesting though, Jules, because you are you're not you're acting like that, but there is a strip club named Angie's in New Brunswick in um Moncton. Is that Dieppe actually? Whatever. Yeah, it's right on, so, right on the city lines. Okay. <coughs> or no, and yeah, no, it's Dieppe. The city line is, is further up. Never mind. Go I ahead. find this interesting because it's very, like, present. Angie's is in this weird location. Like, it's very, um, there's, like, a Jean Coutu and then uh, Angie's right there. And and uh, I, when we're driving by, I'm always like, it's such a small city and small town that people would recognize your car <laughs> if it was know. in the parking lot. So you wouldn't actually park your car in front of Angie's and go in but you would be the spokesperson for it. Imagine the f- the flack you get from your parents. I would. Uh, that's true. <clears throat> I would do a commercial for cab companies and saying, "Tired of going to strip clubs and people recognizing your car? Call White Cab <laughs> at eight five eight one 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 or whatever." Uh, Monique says, "If you don't do it, someone else will." Ah, uh, just give me the money. I mean, I honestly, it's it's just like. Money can be such a stressor in people's lives, and it's just something. Imagine you'd never have to think about that again. Oh, I would do a commercial for Amazon. <gasps> oh. Jules, don't say that. Would you do a commercial for Whole Foods? No. No? No. How about for um, IMDb? I'm just thinking of Jeff Bezos' companies. <laughs> I would do an Amazon commercial. No, don't say that. No, you're not going to do that. I mean, no. I'm just trying to be honest. I mean, people are going to judge and hate, but I'm just giving my true opinion. If I'm not honest, I'd say say, no, I wouldn't. But if Amazon was like, hey, do you want to be our spokesperson and here's $9 million? Be like, no, you would come on. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. I mean, I can't imagine turning down that money. Imagine it's in front of you, contract, 9 mil. No, I'd rather not. I don't know. Would you guys comment th- if you would? Would you do it? Pretty sure I would. I'd be like, give me a sit down with Bezos and I'll see if I can change his mind on his greed. Do <laughs> you imagine to some actor, hey, I'm about to do this commercial, but before I do, would you consider giving your employees a raise? No, you just gave the commercial to someone else. I just lost nine million. Gotcha. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I say I don't I know, but I'm pretty only- sure. I'm pretty sure I would. I would do it. I'm pretty sure for mi- for only- millions of dollars. I think the only way that you could ever, 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 ever justify something like that is if you literally took eight million of that nine million and started a fund or something that for the staff or the employees. You know why? Because he is causing. I remember seeing this like uh, director talking about how certain things cause a cancer on the world, other things cause. Um, inspiration, positivity, and heal the world. So the only way that you could ever justify that is if you took literally eighty percent of that money. Eighty percent? You said a million out of out of nine. That's not eighty percent. What's that? Uh, it's like twelve uh, percent. No, something. no, no, no. I said eight, you'd have to take eight million of the nine million. Oh no, that's not happening. I'll I'll, I'll donate one million. What? No, yeah. that's not enough. <laughs> I'm just being honest. No. Yeah, I know, but you're in this partnership with me. So if. Okay, uh, well, I will tell you that I got paid $1 million for oh it. Oh, my God. 
God. I'll bury eight million in kish under the shed, and then every anything you want, then I'll be like, oh yeah, you want a car? Give me five minutes, and I'll just show up with a suitcase, like a dirty suitcase full of here. This is I, this. Yeah. <laughs> Lee Cor- uh, or uh, PM goes, I hate Amazon, but I can't say I don't use it, so I'm on Julian's team here. That's the thing, see, like I I'd really try not to use it uh, for the most part. Sometimes it's just so f- it sucks that he's built such an amazing company. Cuz okay, take him out of the equation, Amazon is unbelievable. I mean, it's just like anything you could possibly think of, you type it in and it's at your door 2 days later. It's like it is dystopian like almost. It's like that Sky Mall from uh was that what was that movie from? Is that Back to the Future? Uh, no, not Sky Mall, uh, Sky, or, or Skynet, or what? What is? Uh, what am I, I thinking know, of? I know what you mean, but I don't am, know. Am I thinking of 1984? I I don't. Know. Anyway, but I was gonna add something to the Amazon thing. While you're trying to remember, I'm just gonna let people. A couple people have just joined in. We're basically sure. asking the question: Would you do commercial for Amazon for nine million dollars, even though he's corrupt, the Jeff Bezos? Now. Here's the other thing that just came to mind that I'm opening my mind up to. I don't want to support that. I don't want to support Amazon. But as you said, he has done something incredible. And he has done it legally within the capitalist system, which I don't think just because you can do it legally is okay. But I mean, we built this capitalist system saying you can do this. Mm -hmm. And he did it. So it's like, it's not right. But it's legal, and we are living in this world, and he's done it. I would like to see, why can't he do that and also treat his employees reasonably? Like, I'm not even saying... I'm not even saying like pay them like an oh like well double the amount that oh, no, they he needs to. But why does he have to things. be? Yeah, like at the end of this month, the over double overtime and danger pays is gone for Amazon employees that have been going to work in the warehouses and they've expressed concern that they don't feel safe and whatever. So they they did add a danger pay and double overtime and that's done at the end of the month. And we all know the pandemic isn't over, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yes, if you are just joining us, we're talking selling out this morning and (laughs) I have have (laughs) taken on the position that I would pretty much sell out in almost all situations given if it was a life-changing amount of money not gonna do it not gonna just do it for for five grand or whatever you just said that you would do an angie's commercial for 25 club for 25k now you're not the spokesperson in an angie's commercial i could be just one sitting at the bar like laughing <laughs> silent on camera whatever you know and it's like you're An- not angie's that guy the- is not getting 25 grand you're a spokesperson getting 25 grand spokespeople don't get 25 grand they get yes, millions they do. no no y- not for an angie's commercial a strip club in new brunswick the, y- fine if you're like Jen, they don't have spokespeople because you, you, you would just Jen? do it yes Weird. <laughs> i know poop face let's uh or no that's all right go ahead oh my god um okay so this is what but no, i would do doug a- doug doug says nine million i am in lol <laughs> see that's a hard worker that knows you know you work hard and then all of a sudden someone offers you hey here's um, an amount of money where you never have to work hard again the money will work for you you could actually never work again if you wish here's the money do it i mean i don't you'd have to be a real special person 
to turn that down. But no, I would do an Angie's commercial for 25k, but I wouldn't be a spokesperson for 25k. Angie's is a strip club if you just if you're just tuning in. Lee says I would do an STD commercial for 9 million. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, honestly there's not STDs much STDs are doing very well. I don't think they need a commercial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I I'm racking my brains trying to think of something that I would not do and uh Amazon offers me nine mil. I take it, and I never use Amazon again. I don't know. Hey, um, oh, just so you know, Lee says Skynet is Terminator. Oh, Terminator, right? Uh, we brought up Doug. You might want to bring. Oh up. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Let me do a proper commercial. By the way, uh, this episode and every episode is well. Here, let's just. Uh, yeah, I like I love the music now. Let me do it do. properly. Let me do this real. Uh, since you're with us, the show's going long. We haven't even done the daily dose yet, but I know, uh, but it's been fun, so I didn't yeah. want to interrupt that. Well, it's okay if it's past seven thirty. Sometimes you gotta go slow. Yeah. This episode is brought to you once again by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Go to gringosblazingsauces.com for a wide selection of some of the best salsas, barbecue sauces, and hot sauces around our friend and yours, Doug Knight, Chef by Trade. Uh, the brains behind the operation him and his lovely wife Laura actually I, I, every time I say brains behind the operation I, I feel like I'm leaving out Laura yeah, she's true. just as much a big part of this as he is uh, he's he's obsessed with finding the perfect balance between heat and flavor uh, hand selected ingredients nothing but all natural beautiful be- who am I Trump beautiful just the, <laughs> nothing but beautiful peppers nothing <laughs> Anyway, Gringo's Blazing Sauces, we did a taste test yesterday, or tasting, and we did a tasting last Monday. Some of the best sauces I've ever tasted in my life. Example, the salsas, no preservatives. They used fresh lime juice to preserve it. Their salsas, again, one tablespoon per 21 bottles of sugar. There's almost no sugar in these things. It's just really good. Great combinations of flavors. If you have a hot sauce lover in your life, go to gringosblazingsauces.com. Today and get yourself some Gringo's uh, 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 Blazing Sauces. <laughs> Free shipping for orders over $40 in Canada. They ship all over North America. I wonder if that includes Mexico. We'll get back to that. But go to gringosblazingsauces.com, gringosblazingsauces.com. Doug just said, shipped you my new sizzling Nirvana and Scorpion salsa yesterday. Oh, can't Woo-hoo! wait. By the way, Doug, I will be your spokesperson for free. <laughs> That's how much I love the stuff. In exchange for product. Yes. In exchange for product and nine million if you've got a cool nine mil kicking around. <laughs> I'll 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 just wear this. I'll wake up and I'll just put sauce all over my body and I'll walk around the village here and get people to lick my arms and legs <laughs> and taste the thing and I'll just be a walking billboard for you. You know what? All these things you're gonna do, you need to pass through me. I don't know if I'm comfortable with strangers just licking your limbs. Like <laughs> limbs. Um, by the way, we Doug, you should see our fridge. I'm sure it's similar to yours. We have like, you know, on the door of a fridge, there's the pockets of where you can put your condiments. Um, condiments? We have condiments. <laughs> what am I, nine years old? What? I said, your condom ins? Condoms ins? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I like to keep my condiments chilled. But um, yeah, so uh, we have one dedicated to all um, hot sauces, and it's very exciting. Gringo, specifically. We've yes. got one gringo shelf. A gringo pocket. 
a gringo pack. <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> excuse me. Oh my god! We, um, <laughs> did you put greens plus in this shake? Yes, you Woo! told me to. Yes, I did. Just go with it. Don't give all the behind the scenes. <laughs> oh my god! Listen to this. Okay. What was I going to say? Oh it was something gosh. about gringos blazing sauces. I love that. I'm going to get more of that greens plus, that energy. Oh yeah. my gosh. You guys should try it. It's really, 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 really healthy. It's by a company called Genuine Health. What are we doing? A cr- commercial no. for them now? Well, I, I was just I would. about to talk about gringos more. Oh, more. go ahead. Go no, ahead. I forget. I actually forget. Uh, I was going to add something about gringos. Condiments? Oh, no. Your chills. Oh no! Uh, it was just we'll take a picture of our we'll take a picture of the shelf our our gringo pocket. What? I don't know. I just stopped recording for some reason. Oh shoot! Huh? Did we get what so far? Yeah, no, we got we got a good amount. It'll just be interrupted on Apple Podcasts. Here, Is it started up it. again? Yeah, it started up again. I don't know when it it stopped. It looks like we had we've had quite a bit, but anyway, the recording. Uh, I need a new computer. That would really help. Yeah, Apple. If you're watching, I'll do a commercial. Yeah, I need a, a better laptop. Even though I cannot, this MacBook Pro I bought in 2011, and it's working pretty good. That's that's pretty crazy it's almost 10 years old and for a computer that's ancient yeah we need so, to get uh i want to get a new one too yeah shit i wonder how much it cut out anyway apple are you hearing us i don't think it cut out much luckily so anyway apple also does not need a lot of advertising for those listening listening speaking of apple on apple podcasts google and more uh apologies there was just a little bit of an inter- interruption there in the broadcast but if you want to see what you missed go to facebook and check out the replay of the live and we are live yes on facebook it's friday and all right okay shall we i'm uh sorry I'm, okay. I'm 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 yeah. All right. No, this 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 threw a wrench in everything. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Greenland. Did the dog just freak? Yeah, for some reason. No. Here's your daily dose for Friday, May twenty second, twenty twenty. Stop it! Stop it! Oh, here, I'll go let the dog out, okay? Who? Me, me, me. I'm going to let the dog out. Come on, Gordy. Why is he freaking out like this? Anyway. (sighs) Uh, Can you just just time up and come back real quick? If you are just joining us, uh, this is uh, the Julian Dioncio. We're live on a Friday, Friday, May 22nd. Thanks for being with us. Please give us a share. I didn't ask. If you already did, thank you. And we appreciate it, no matter what. Just going to do another save here so that the... Okay, coming, 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 coming. Okay, here we go. All right. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Okay, so here's your daily dose. For Friday, May 22nd, 2020. So Quebec is uh, relaxing some of the measures, but p- 
put in place to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Starting on June 1st, it's going to allow um, a bunch of personal care services, such as dental clinics and massage therapy. You must be excited about that, Jules. I can't wait. I go for cleaning every three months. My last one was canceled, so my next appointment is in two months. I wonder if they'll bump you up Uh, sooner because it's going to start. Well, uh, then it'll mess up my whole three month rotation thing. True. true. Well, no, I could. Anyway, go ahead. (laughs) That's lame (laughs) that we're talking about this. Um, Hairdressers, manicurists, and other beauty care services will be allowed to open on that same date on June 1st, but not in the greater Montreal and Joliet areas where it is still uh, really crazy uh, with Mm -hmm. COVID-19 outbreaks. Uh, So it's kind of weird for things loosening up in Quebec because it's, it's not like um, we're, we're uh, in a position like New Brunswick where there's zero cases. There's still, it's it's still going up. And as of Friday, people across the province will be allowed to gather outside in groups of 10 from three different households, as long as they maintain physical distancing. So there you go. We could have uh, we could have some some people over. Maybe this weekend's going to be beautiful, so maybe we can have some people over this weekend. Is it nor is it weird that I don't want people over? <laughs> <laughs> I've been so isolated. I'm like, ah, oh, don't, don't, just get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. So that's kind of exciting. Um, and as Canada uh, comes out of these months of lockdown. And province, different provinces are doing different things depending on their situation. Uh, there's still a lot of questions that remain unanswered about where us Canadians have gotten infected with COVID-19 and why case levels remain high in our hardest hit provinces. So it's kind of like Ontario and Quebec have seen their rate of new cases plateau recently, but they're still in the hundreds each day. And a lot of, we don't know. Hundreds each day, holy yeah, shit. Yeah, I know. So, you know, health health officials, like we're reopening, but health officials definitely have concerns about reopening. And experts say lifting the lockdown measures without a clear picture of where the new cases are coming in from. And while testing is still not at the capacity that they want it to be, it, that's a cause for concern. And looking at the graph that they showed in this news story, it does see that, like it does show that in May, it really, really went down. Down, but now it's going up a little bit hmm. so it's kind of weird to be reopening and the reason well, i i think i know we talk about COVID 19 a lot and it is annoying but the reason that i bring up some of these stories is because it's a good reminder for me and i think for everybody watching and listening that even though we're reopening it doesn't mean that anything has really changed because we don't have a vaccine and um yeah some of the cases have gone down but it's still out there people are i think the government is giving too much credit to people for reopening in phases. People don't do phases. They reopen. Already, it's a free-for-all. You see it. Yeah. You see it even in Montreal, in Ottawa. It looks like it's busy. Normal. I had to go to Long and McQuaid the other day for a curbside pickup. And the traffic and the people and the cyclists and the jogger, it, was, it did not look any different than any other day in May and any other year. And uh, it's because people really? go, oh, we're reopening a little bit. You can't reopen a little bit because people don't yeah. do not do that. They I just hear reopen, they go f- nuts. Nobody's social distancing anymore. Yeah. And like you said yesterday, in, in the Daily Dose, there's uh, never, ever been a pandemic with no second wave. Yeah. So whatever, we'll just see. I just, at no, this point, I'm, I'm, I'm removing myself from it. I'm still going to... 
do what I can, and yeah. then it's I'll just like we'll see. Yes, we'll see. Whatever. And if there's a second wave, and if people get hit, well, I mean, it's a shame to say I told you so, and it involves a disease like this. But whatever. Yeah. No. No. This isn't a news, an official news story. But when I went to uh, the local garage here, the woman there told me that uh, a Walmart that's not that far away from here had 19 cases in it of employees had an outbreak. So, and this is recent. So we have to be still very, very careful. And um, also, I think we also mentioned that the masks and the gloves, which the gloves now, even though there's a local place here close to us that in, like makes you put on gloves, even though the, the news is saying the gloves aren't going to do anything, but um, and maybe even a, a worse situation to wear them. Um, but uh, I think it gives you a false sense of security too that you have this mask and gloves mm-hmm. on or even just a mask because it leads into this next story I was going to talk about. The Department of National Defense says 28 Canadian service members, because remember the military went in to help out with nursing homes and long care, um, right. is it called extended long care homes? Uh, 12 in Ontario and 16 in Quebec have tested positive for the uh, coronavirus after serving in long-term care facilities in both provinces. And these are people that are wearing the most protective um, PPE, the personal protective equipment right. to wear in that situation. And they're still getting it. So I know that they're exposed to it over and over and over and lots of exposure, but still it goes to show you that like the mask I wear, it, it's it's helping and it does something. But it's not fully protecting you. And as, like you said, as things open up, you can't get too cocky about being in, invincible because it's still as pre- pre- prevalent and present in our society right now. So the military has adjusted the level of protection for Canadian force members in these facilities. Um and uh, at the Vigi Mont Royal and Montreal, soldiers started out wearing N95 masks, which is a hell of a lot more protective than the cotton masks, masks that a lot of people are wearing, but shifted to using full shields, visors, and hoods when reports surfaced that the virus was being spread through the ventilation system. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about a very contagious very present virus that's still out there. So, um, and all these stories, I'm telling you, I'm proud of the daily dose today because I have really linked it all in order. And the next one is also leading in Trump visited Michigan to tour a Ford motor company factory that had been repurposing, um, manuf- uh, repurposed that had been repurposed to manufacture ventilators. Um, the medical breathing machines governors begged for during the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. And again, Trump did not wear a face covering. He was never going to wear one. Despite it's, a warning. I don't, I don't know why everyone's surprised. But, but listen to this. Despite wearing a face covering, or despite uh, despite a warning from the state's so Michigan's top law enforcement officer that a refusal to do so might lead to a ban of Trump's return. All of the Ford executives giving Trump the tour were wearing masks. The president standing alone without one. At one point, I know, at one point, he did take a White House branded mask from his pocket and claimed to, to, to reporters he had worn it elsewhere on the tour out of public view. Why? And then he said, I did not want to give the press the pleasure of seeing it. Is he five years old? Yeah. 
he's for a moment he also teasingly held up a clear shield teasing uh, in front of his face. Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel said that mask wearing isn't just Ford's policy, but it's also the law. So he said among those hardest hit for by the virus said that Trump refused to wear a mask. He's going to be asked not to return. Yeah, none of that is surprising. I'm if like I know. Uh, also on it, but it's crazy to me. Uh, uh, also wanted to mention that. Remember that uh, documentary, that that pandemic. Yep. Although social media giants such as Facebook and YouTube have largely removed a debunked documentary about the COVID nineteen pandemic from their platforms, copies and variations of the video are still up. Um. So it's annoying. I know, and it's people that think it's that the uh, the man is trying oh, to hide yeah, the censor, truth. Yeah. Yeah. Quick, this video's been deleted. Share it now. Yeah. Like, it's been deleted because it's it's anyway. I know it's ridiculous. Keep going. Okay, so uh, here's some good news. A little shift. A study of over three hundred thousand commuters in England and Wales has found that those who walk, cycle, and travel by train to work are at reduced risk of early death or illness compared to those who commute by car. The researchers from Imperial College London and the University of Cambridge say the findings suggest increased walking and cycling post-lockdown may reduce deaths from heart disease and cancer. I know Julian just went to bring the dog in. He's, he's a handful. Um but uh, I know that this isn't surprising that that it's good to cycle and walk to work because exercise obviously is very healthy for people. But um, okay, good to know. Another reminder. GTK. Get out there, guys. Get out there. Also, you know, I don't think it's only from my own personal experience when we used to live in Toronto and we would be driving places. Uh, the other reason that it's healthier to walk or bike is maybe the road rage. Can't be good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. One time I went to um, an acupuncturist and a Chinese medicine doctor. Really great. I loved it. But every time before our appointment or when I arrived, he would take my pulse. And I had driven in Toronto traffic that was particularly bad that day and was like freaking out because people were cutting me off and everybody was like in such a rush and rude and almost gotten like maybe three accidents on the way there. He's like, I actually can't read your pulse right now because it's racing so high from road rage. Yeah. Unhealthy. Anyway, so um, here's another story of Virginia family is being praised for their extraordinary honesty after they found and returned $1 million in cash. Remember that story we talked about? Community (laughs) heroes. Yeah. But this time it's one million. I think last last uh, story I talked about that guy who found like a yeah, hundred thousand in a bag next to an ATM. Yeah, but people come looking for a million that's missing. But what, it's true. But this is a very. It, this sounds like a made up story, but I'm sure that it it's true. I because everything happens in life, right? So this is what happened earlier this week. School teacher uh, Emily Shantz and her family had been out on a weekend drive through Caroline County when they saw a car ahead of them swerve to avoid hitting a large bag in the road. Although the Shanceys were unable to swerve around the object in time, they did pull over to the side of the road so that they could move it out of the way. Assuming it was trash, they grabbed abandoned 
two bags off of the pavement and threw them into the trunk. It was only later that they opened up the bags and found dozens of plastic packages filled with stacks of cash. It sounds like um, Better Call Saul <laughs> mm-hmm. or Breaking Bad, you know? Rather than keep the money for themselves, um, they turned it all over to police and with the hope of teaching their sons a valuable lesson in honesty. The sons were like, oh, or you could just at least take some and buy me a PlayStation something yeah. um, that that's more tempting than finding it at the atm like the other guy because atms are all obviously highly surveilled this is just on the highway it would be tempting to it would be tempting but like you say they people come looking for that like yeah. they'd find you somehow you would not sleep well knowing you have that million dollars of cash like mm-hmm. it's for sure drug money or something so uh there you go it's just inspiring to see people being honest but also the probably just being aware that they would be dead if they kept the money. Yeah. So there you go. There's your daily dose for today. Anyway. Daily dose. Daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose. Daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and the headlines from Jen Graham. All right. Yeah. Well, I think that'll be it for today. Yep. Instead, uh... Do you want to just quick, quick, quickly look at the comments real quick, kind of? Sure. I know we got to bring back the concept of the um jar because I've been bad today and okay. uh, I've heard a lot too from you. Ah, ah, ah. So, um, Lee, uh, I, right there. So, Lee has been watching and I'm sure you're happy to see that we called it the Daily Dose and we're loving it. So, thank you for yeah. that. So that's it? That's the comment? Nope. Doug oh. says... Um, Yes, fair. No million. Sorry. So he's not willing. He's not going to be paying you nine million. To Deals you. off. <laughs> Lee said condom mints. Condom mints. Oh yes. Ah, two separate. Lee says glad to see you're doing sponsors. We just got our first one. Nice. Very cool. Doug sent a picture of the um, his fridge with his hot sauce, yeah. and I sent it to you. Great. Lee I'll said, glad you used it, the name, Daily Dose. And uh, I think we're okay. pre- pretty much, yeah, we're caught up on the comments. All right. And uh, we usually leave you with, uh, with Waste of Time, but I'm going to replay Siren because it's a brand new song from Lindsay Ferguson, and it's uh, it blew my mind off the top. I hadn't heard it. It's a J- JD show, Julian Dion show exclusive, Siren by Lindsay Ferguson, uh, unreleased, which will be available on all major music platforms, iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you get your music. And uh, she just wrote this stream of consciousness in a 200-year-old farmhouse at the base of the Swiss Alps. So for the second time in the broadcast, for those who missed it, uh, here is um, Siren by Lindsay Ferguson. We'll leave you on that, Jen. Okay. Good show. Good show. Love you. Love you. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great week. (laughs) Have a great weekend. And uh, drinks by me. Excuse me. We are live every uh, Monday to Friday Uh, at 7 a.m. on Facebook, then on demand on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. So please subscribe, share, and as always, watch your head. Bye. We leave you with Siren by Lindsay Ferguson.
Sitting around on this old couch, strumming my guitar up here in this old farmhouse. I have so many questions, I don't know where to start. Don't know if I even want to go there. It's 2020 and there's just so much plastic filling up the sea, killing you, killing me. That six letter word, it's become too common. Capital C doesn't surprise me. Can't be heard, I don't listen, nothing means a lot Sensory deprivation, over medication Can't hear right, see right, do wrong You take my joy, filling me up with great poison in my food Taking my innocence away Too many guns, they're not emptying themselves out Same hands, could've pulled me up instead about triggers even fireworks unexpected fear they even pop pills in your beer gotta be careful gotta be on top can't take a break can't think can't breathe can't stop happiness is just a word on the tip of my tongue climb another rung get rich get higher go bigger go better spend a thousand bucks on a sweater made in china made in taiwan made in india made with love into your eyes won't get my hands dirty but i help you spread your lies what garden where does food come from i live in cement metal glass and iron